Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me as always is my mom. Hi, mom. How is it going? Ellen, so good. So good. So good. Today we're not a book club. Today we are a movie club, because today we are going to chat about girls just want to have fun. Um, But first, mom... What have you been reading and watching? Okay, I haven't found it yet, and I don't remember the name of the book. Okay, I'll go. I've been reading, uh, well, I finished Fall by Kristen Callahan, and it was fine. Uh, Like I said, I didn't love the audiobook version of it, Um, but, and I liked Managed better, but Fall was fine. And I, uh, then I read, because I work with the teenage girls at our church, and they wanted to do a book club, and so we read a book called Echo by Pam Munoz-Ryan. It's like a YA novel um, that, like, follows this harmonica through different things <laughs> in history, um, but it was really cute, and, and the girls liked it, so that was good. Um and then I've been listening on my way to and from work um, to the Read Me Romance podcast. And through that, I lis- I've been listening to Snowfall by M. Never. It's a mature romance with an older couple. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a motorcycle club president, so he's done some bad things. And she is a 60 year old bad boy. (laughs) She is a Fortune 500, like, you know, uh, girl with lady with her act together. Um, So, and apparently it's a prequel to a book, and the the book is about their two kids getting together. It's like Jen's mom in. uh... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So I've been listening to that, uh, and then through that podcast, I heard Alexa Riley talking about their book called Locked Up Love, and I was like, oh, that sounds like it could be kind of fun, Um, and it was good. It was, uh, like, he is, he beats up this rich guy who assaults the girl, and he gets sent to jail, and then they, like, stay communicating while he's in jail. Ah. and that's a thing and then they get at it when she gets out of jail or when he gets gets out out of jail jail. (laughs) um anyway so i finished that in like less than an hour and speaking of other things i finished within an hour um i read just folking around gotta be careful how you say that um (laughs) by penny reed it is the prequel to um totally folked which is the first book in her good folk series um and it's Penny, you're killing us it's the jackson james book um so i read that also um nice and then i'm currently are you so impressed with how many books I? yeah you're killing me well they're all like shut up um because i have one but it's crazy long. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then I'm in the middle right now, like literally the middle of First Intention by Tara Civic. It's the fourth book in the Summer Sweet Island series. Um, and it's cute. It's like about one of the girl's friends who's a cheerleader and she's been crushing on the quarterback for the team that she cheers for. Yeah. And, you know, that's so. Just so cute. So cute. 
Um, but yeah, so that's what I've been reading. Mom, what have you been reading? I finally found it because I always call it by the wrong thing. Yeah, I know you do. For some reason, I get A Court of Thorn and Roses and this series mixed up all the time. Yeah. So I'm reading the third book in the Blood and Ash series. Yes. It's the two nouns. Don't give me two nouns together. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll mess it up every time. Um, Among other things. You mess up so all the titles. Don't try I do. to. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, so I'm reading The Crown of Gilded Bones. By? Uh, by... Um, I'm never going to say this. Jennifer anymore. L. Armentrout. Jennifer L. Armentrout. That's right. Just like it's spelled. Um, Are you so impressed? I didn't even so have it impressed. in front of me. It's like a 700 page book. So yes. I'm about 70% through it. And I knew I needed a week where I didn't have to read another book in addition to this one. Yeah. So I was taking this little break time to get that book done. And it's good. There's a lot of discussion about history and different things. So it's it's... It's a little bogged down sometimes, but yeah. um, but the story's moving along and it's fun and and I'm into it because I really enjoyed the first couple books. And, yeah, yeah. So. We both read the first two books right. and then I haven't read the third one yet. Um, as far as watching, um, so I one night was going to bed and I was like, hmm, I want to put on something just short and sweet and just quick. And how'd that work out for you? <laughs> that never goes well for me. Um, and Sarah Ortiz, who's been on the show, uh, had posted in the Turkish drama group that she had watched Starstruck. And I had seen a trailer for it when it was only in the UK. And I was like, oh, that looks cute. I'll have to wait and see when it comes out in the US. So when I saw Sarah post about it, I was like, oh, I should give that a try. Um, fast forward <laughs> to two and a half hours later <laughs> and I've watched the whole series. Um, I really liked it. I thought it was super cute. It's very, uh, like Bridget Jones ish and Notting Hill ish. It's kind of got that same Britishness to it, I guess. Um, well, it does have Britishness to it, but certainly, uh, more diverse, which isn't good. Um, and yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was, it's super cute. It's well, like, then the next night you made us watch it. Yeah, so I've watched it twice in the past And it week. was adorable. Yeah. Um, banter for days. Great banter. banter. so good. Yeah, and very, like, good flirty banter. And they have really good chemistry. And she's a lot of fun. She's funny. He's super sweet. Yeah, he he's, is. He's a bit of a cinnamon roll. Yeah, he is. Um, so that was fun. We enjoyed that. And then also we watched all now that is out of the show Central Park, which is made by the guy who makes um, Bob's Burgers, which I love because Tina is my soulmate. And um, yeah, and it's super cute. But then it's got like Broadway musical. Yeah, it's because it. it's got it's very much a musical. Um, like Bob's Burgers has some songs sometimes, but this is through and through a musical and it's got really great music in it's it. It's got a great cast. Yeah, it's got uh it's got a lot of people from Hamilton. It's got Davy Diggs and Leslie Odom Jr. and Katherine Hahn who's was in WandaVision and Josh Titus Gad. Burgess and Josh Gad and Kristen Bell is in the first season. Um and it's just it's it's very it's very fun. It's very cute. Um, the music is great. I think the music is the music is funny. My main takeaway from it. It's on Apple TV Plus or Apple Plus or whatever it's called. Um, so very cute. Yeah, that's what we've been up to. My my student teaching is starting to like calm down a bit. 
Um, and next time we talk, I will be done at least with the first term of it. So that's, that's nice. Cause that it's is been nice. a lot. Um, anything else that we've been watching? Um, that was, oh, and we did watch the first episode of Rick and Morty. That's important. That's important. And Loki. I mean, yeah, we're the new episode of Loki. Loki. No, we haven't really watched much else. Yeah, I've been busy. I mean, it's a miracle that I fit in all that stuff. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is with our break week, I thought, because I've had this idea and I was like, oh, I should do it this week because we don't have a lot, a whole lot else going on for the podcast and apparently I just need something to do. Otherwise, I feel like I'm not doing anything. Um, but we had uh, a member join the group. I think her name was Victoria. Um, and she was saying that she had recently got into um, romance through Bridgerton. And she's been having fun, you know, finding new romances to read and things like that. And so I thought it would be fun and a good idea for our group to put together a No Yomo Beginner's Guide to Romance books. So each day I'm going to put out a, like, if you like mysteries, you would recommend this book. And so, um, yeah, so just that's going to be happening on the Facebook group. Um, if I would love to hear everybody's ideas and, like, what you would recommend to a friend who's into that certain well, subgenre. I might, like, you know... Can I read the list too? And even though I'm not a beginner, can I? I know. That's the other thing. <laughs> um, so hope you guys will participate in that and be on the lookout for that. And uh, so, yeah, that'll be going on. I'll start it probably of when this comes out. I'll start it the next day. So the next Tuesday. Um, so just be aware that that is going on. Okay. And jump on the Facebook group and put in your input. Yes, that's right. Um, so today we are chatting about... The truly majestic and cinematic treasure that is Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Um, as mentioned, it is the best movie ever made. And that is exactly how mom feels no matter what she says. Uh, it, <laughs> it was directed by Alan Metter, who also apparently directed Back to School and a Police Academy movie. So we're dealing with <laughs> some high caliber <laughs> Hollywood royalty here. <laughs> Um, it stars Sarah Jessica Parker, Helen Hunt, Lee Montgomery, who I never saw anything else ever, and a young Shannon Doherty. Um, here is a quick little synopsis of what it is. Janie is new in town and soon meets Lynn, who shares her passion for dancing in general and dance TV in particular. When a competition is announced to find a new dance TV regular couple, Janie and Lynn are determined to audition. The only problem is that Janie's father does not approve of that kind of thing. Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh, girlfriend. Okay, mom, I don't even think I sh need to ask because your the answer should be obvious. But, Mom, what did you think of Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Well, I had never seen this movie before. This is the first time I watched yeah, it. Which and is... now I realize why I'd never seen it. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you? This was a truly terrible movie. Shut uh, your mouth. <laughs> it was extremely, what was the word I was trying to say? Formulaic? Yes. And, um, I mean, it had the supportive dad and the no, you can't dad. Okay, but we're going to talk about it that. It comes around at the end, of course. Because... I have something to say on that front, so we're gonna come. We're gonna okay. come to your formal formulaicness. <laughs> it was. Um, 
it, it was a little bit of painful to watch. It was super awkward in most parts. It was cringy in most of it. But, you know, I could see where 13-year-old Ellen thought that this was the cat's meow. Uh, 34-year-old Ellen thinks <laughs> this is the cat's meow. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Um, here's the thing. More than anything, pro- well, more than most things, I am a sucker through and through for a dance movie. I love dance movies. I love all the Step Up movies. This isn't even that good of a dance Mom's movie. The dancing isn't even that great. I know, it's true. I, but I just love them. I love stupid stakes for that result in a climactic grand finale explosive dance number. And dance off. I yeah. Mean. Mom, this is a grand finale that not only is, like, a big deal at the end, but also includes the words dance off. <laughs> How is that not amazing? Um, but I love the Step Up movies. I love Center Stage. I love Bring It On. I love... Um, Magic Mike. Magic Mike. For different reasons. But, uh, <laughs> but also for those reasons. Um, I just love... I love any movie that ends in a number. Okay. So that's why I love musicals, and that's why I love dance movies. Like, what am I supposed to not love about that? Um, I don't know. Helen Hunt's hair? No, that's what I love the most about this movie. <laughs> um, I reckon... And the other thing that I'm a sucker for, you know this about me, is 80s movies. Yes, you do I love, love 80s movies. 80s movies. So this is an 80s movie that is also a dance movie. Tick, tick. <laughs> Okay. Win, win. <laughs> what is not to love? Um, Everything else. No. <laughs> Every other aspect of this movie. No. Now, what I will grant you is, as you know from this podcast, the other thing I love is a romance. And admittedly, the romance in this is cringy AF. <laughs> but we'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Mom, what he's, did... He's cute, though. I mean, he's, he's cute. cute. He's kind of a knockoff Joey Lawrence, which I realize I think he's older than Joey Lawrence, but he looks like Joey Lawrence. And so even when I saw this movie, I was like, who is this, you know, Joey he, Lawrence um, imposter? But when he first shows up, he's playing basketball without a shirt on. Yep. And um, it's Harry obvious. And all. <laughs> so he's like 28 years old playing a <laughs> 17-year-old. Okay. Okay, but, like, that happens all the time. In fact, <laughs> all this, um, like, backlash that Dear Evan Hansen is getting for um, Ben Platt playing a high schooler when he's, like, my age. Yeah, Stocker Channing in Greece. Yeah, exactly. Was, like, 35. I'm, like, the entire <laughs> cast of Greece was in their 30s. So let's not get too high mighty, you guys. Um, okay. What did you think of Janie as our heroine? <laughs> um, okay. She's sweet. She's sweet. And she's very Square Pegs era Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, very much so. I have a In fact, problem. the writer of this was one of the... I was reading trivia about the movie. The writer of this was a Square Pegs writer, and that's why Sarah Jessica Parker agreed There to was this movie. thing in the 80s, in 80s movies, and almost all 80s movies, where it's like, um, I'm going to stick it to my terrible parents. And I'm not a fan, really, of that. Well, it's very much the MTV generation. And, I like, get it. That's I, what was cool. I mean, I understand, Ellen. I mean, 
you were born in the 80s. I lived through the 80s. Yeah. So I know more than you about the 80s. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, uh, there was this whole um, like genre of movies where it was just even Little Mermaid where it's like, uh, I'm not going to do what my dad wants me to do because he's being overbearing. And Okay, Boomer. You're sounding <laughs> a lot like a mom right now. I am. Okay. Um, I don't know how else to sound. Because I am a mom. So, it, but you don't see that anymore in movies. That's not. Okay, you do and you don't, though. Sometimes, yeah. but not necessarily. Now it's usually, you know, drugged out parents that you have to. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, it was. It, so there's that just kind of gets old. Mm-hmm. But, um. She was, so your original question was, what did I think about her? She was fine. (laughs) She was, uh, that whole scene where uh, he's taking her home after their first, it's, it's painful. Like it hurt my My insides to to watch it because it was so awkward and weird. Yeah. Like I said, the romance is pretty cringe. And mom is referring to the scene where she dropped, where he's dropping her off. And she's like. They kiss for the first time. Well, he she, calls him her boyfriend, and well, yeah, and she's like, "I never thought I'd have a be on dance TV, let alone have a boyfriend." And he's like, "Who's this boyfriend?" And she's like, "Oh, um, uh, well," uh, uh, and I'm uh, like, "Oh, uh, kill me!" Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> stop! Just stop! And she, and he's like, "Well, you better tell him that you're gonna be dance with me every night this week." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it hurts my soul." All the dialogue is. Harsh. How dare you? Um, <laughs> oh. So she's very awkward, granted. Um, I do think her and Helen Hunt, who we have mentioned before, but she needs a shout out because she's the best part of this movie. Um, Is she? Yes, mom. <laughs> but they're very endearing. You have to give them that. They don't do, it's not like their acting is that bad. Okay. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> I find them charming. They're very silly and right. 80s and over the top. Okay. But I'll give you all of those things. They're cute. Okay. Um, so she's wearing, Sarah Jessica Parker is in a Catholic school girl uniform the entire time. You know, older Sarah Jessica Parker, who was in Sex and the City, was probably like, oh, cringe. I was in a Catholic girl school. Catholic school girl. Girl. Catholic school girls uniform the entire time. Well, the funnest part of this is anytime they start dancing, the camera goes way back because obviously it's neither one of them dancing. And every time there's anything that happens, it's like camera back. Yeah. It's just a little girl in a curly uh, wig and doing all her moves. They're doing a lot of things in shadow or really tight shots on their gyrating bodies, which, you know. In fairness, this is not the only dance movie. Oh, that pulls that. Obviously, that pulls that card. Okay, what did you think of Jeff as our hero? Well, I thought it was cute. He was, um, oh gosh, mom, he's such a bad boy. He is. Well, first of all, he no, wears where he wears leather jackets and he rides a motorcycle. And, rides a, and when he opens his locker, he just pounds on it and, and it then opens. it opens. Oh my gosh. And, and the dorky Bruce... kid tries to do the same thing. And of course, it just hurts his hand. <laughs> and his like Bruce Springsteen style. And <laughs> uh... <laughs> the, um, no, the best part is when he like gets pissed off at her for 
who knows why he's pmsing like let's be honest and well he's being blackmailed you're getting ahead of me but he's being blackmailed and so he gets all pissy because he's being one of the girls they're dancing against her dad is his dad's boss yeah and he said i'm gonna fire your dad unless you throw this dance yeah he's not the swooniest of romantic leads because that was harsh to watch too when he just like goes off on her as being a complete dick to her and it's like um okay why don't you just go to her and explain hey this guy's gonna fire my dad unless you know because then we could have figured it out instead of it's just like the the uh well mom communication this is conflict in all of our books you know uh yeah let's just talk this out instead of just going off on her and being horrible well also in fairness he's like supposed to be 16 which they are not known for their communication skills and talking about their feelings Ellen, did you see him playing basketball without a shirt on he's not 16 <laughs> i know but you know <laughs> um okay so our premise is that Janie loves to dance in case you haven't gotten that and she dreams of being on dance tv which i would have watched the shit out of dance tv <laughs> um when the show announces well, just how many times you've seen this movie proves that yeah when the show (laughs) announces that they are holding open auditions she takes this as her opportunity to follow her dreams at the auditions she gets paired with resident bad boy jeff aforementioned jeff um their names are janie and jeff how 80s is that and so cute um while at the auditions she meets her rival natalie who is a stuck-up rich princess and what is an 80s movie without a materialistic villain true because there are always those. Um, so Natalie says a line in this movie that my friend and I, my friend Jillian, who has been on the show, we would say it all the time. And I say it, I find a way to say it all the time. Well, it's, first of all, it really fits for you because you <laughs> don't like making decisions. Don't like making decisions. <laughs> so there's a scene where she's got a closet that's on a conveyor belt which apparently every rich girl in an 80s or 90s movie needs like a dry cleaner like uh clueless (laughs) Cher has one of those um and i wanted that so bad in fact i probably have enough clothes where i could maybe use that i have a lot of clothes um but not the closet space that's true um but she she's going through her clothes and she says the her delivery is what really makes it too because she says uh decisions are the worst (laughs) So my friend Jillian and I would say that all the time. Anytime we were faced with a decision, we we're like, oh, decisions are the worst. And I find a way to say that in my everyday life all the time. Well, so definitely. Um, and I think that is a good, um, no matter whether the acting is bad or not, is nothing the screenplay for this? No, mom. <laughs> That is a great line. Ellen, the dialogue is terrible. Decisions are the worst. They are. <laughs> Nobody likes making them. Ugh. Um, okay, I need to talk about this audition scene, too, because um, as somebody who has helped orchestrate and run auditions, the entire time I'm watching this, I'm like, there is no structure to this audition. There's just people running on Ellen, stage. Ellen, it's a dance TV <laughs> audition people will line up hey it's it it kind of reminded me of like it's i think the same thing when i'm watching a fight scene where there's like one person versing 
uh, versus like 25 people. And they only come at them one at a time. Yeah, and they only come at them one at a time. I'm like, yeah, all of these teenagers would be like, oh no, please, your turn. And then wait patiently and be like, okay, now me. And dance, you know? Oh, that's, yeah. The music also needs a shout out because it's great. Um, However, the song Girls Just Want to Have Fun is never sung by Cindy Lauper. I read this uh, trivia because they were like, let's write a movie that's kind of based on Cindy Lauper's song. And then they wrote this movie, which I don't understand why Cindy felt this way. But she was like, no, you're not using my song. And so. Wow. I just gained a lot of respect for Cindy Lauper. (laughs) Because she didn't write it. They were like, okay, well, then we'll just get the rights from the writer and have somebody else sing it. So that's how that happened. Um, but I'm talking about, honestly, that's not, there's, I think, better songs in this than that. Are there, though? Yeah. Mom. <laughs> Shout. Break out. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, my and gosh. Heaven, I never thought. You're missing my voguing right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're not missing it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. Um, okay. So, oh, yeah, and as Mom mentioned, the overt body doubles are amazing. Um, <laughs> so, Janie and Jeff get paired together, and they begin working through their enemies to lovers thing very... Like, within a day. Because yeah. they weren't really enemies. Well, he was really mean to her and made fun of her Catholic schoolgirl uniform. That's the other great part. That's This is a great scene. <laughs> is when Jeff is at school and the kids are all like, Oh, I bet he was breaking in his new dance partner! And they're all making fun of him for his dance partner. And it's like, okay, calm down, teenagers. <laughs> yeah. um, is that really something kids would make fun of someone for? Apparently. Um, so they're working through their enemies to lovers thing pretty awkwardly, as already mentioned, and they get closer and begin to fall in love through the power of dance. Uh, as one would. <laughs> as one always does in a dance movie. Yeah. Okay. Didn't Channing Tatum marry yeah. the gal he danced with? And- Jenna Dewan. Yeah. Nay Tatum. However, they are divorced now, so. <laughs> well. It's because they haven't been... It's because they didn't do a Step Up movie it's, for a long well, time. Well, it's like this, the line in Speed where it says, you know, romances under pressure never... That form under pressure never really go anywhere. And that's Speed. probably what happened. That is green. that Channing Tatum <laughs> fell in love with her while they were making this dance movie. But it's not going to last because yeah. it was while they were making a dance movie. So unfair, um, unfortunately, Sarah Jessica Parker... Had to marry Ferris Bueller instead. Do you know another piece of trivia I read is that Helen Hunt once dated Matthew Broderick. Weird. And then Sarah Jessica Parker married him. So. Oh, wow. It's kind of sweet. Small world. Um, okay. So, fall in love through the power of dance. Super important. In fact, when they were falling in love in a montage, I was like, Mom, they're falling in love through the power of dance. <laughs> she did. Say those words. <laughs> um... Meanwhile, Janie and the girls see their opportunity to get back at rich bitch Natalie because she sabotaged Helen Hunt's audition for dance TV. And she called what's-her-name's dad and told on her. So Natalie is a bit shut. And they decide... This is another cringy scene, though. How dare you? <laughs> they crash her debutante ball. And I need to talk about this debutante ball. They, they crash the debutante ball by giving invitations to punk rockers and bodybuilding chicks. And, yeah, goths and bodybuilding chicks. 
they find a bunch of strong women and invite them. And <laughs> there's punk rock music playing. There's From where? We don't know. Mom, they get a hold of the AV system. This should not need to be explained. <laughs> um, they... Uh, but it does. They enter the debutante ball, as all punk rockers do, through a plate glass window. By breaking the window. They not only through a plate, not only through the window, but they backflip into, into the... It, it, it was just one of them that did that. It wasn't they. And then all of them crawled and in And then through. all of them crawled in through the broken glass, which doesn't seem very safe. No. And then, um, but... So it's all these punk rocker guys and then bodybuilding chicks, which is just kind of weird dynamic to have show up at your debut well, ball. Well, here's, here's why I need to talk about this. What punk rocker in the 80s is going to get this invitation for a debutante ball <laughs> and be like, you know what? Yeah, I do want to go to that. <laughs> I'm at some country club. <laughs> you know what? I appreciate you giving me this invite I because mean, I am there. They should have pulled the 10 things I hate about you move where they take the invitation and like plaster free booze all over it. Right. So that all these punk rockers have a reason why they want to show up or they need to show Sarah Jessica Parker and Helen Hunt explaining to the punk rockers, listen, this rich bitch has been ruining our lives. She is totally establishment. You need to take her down. And we need to crash this party and do our punk rock thing. Um, that is neither seen nor heard. So I just sit there wondering how they, why all these people are like, that's totally my scene. Yes, please. I want to show up at that debutante <laughs> I'm going to show up there and, you know, tear it up, baby. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it's just really, like, damn the man, stick it, you know. It's, that's the whole scene. And it's a lot of the guys like, oh, hey, cool job, girls. This is awesome. This is so punk rock. And it's great. And I love it. I love everything about that scene. Okay. Everything about it. Everything. I love it. It's great. <laughs> um, so big finale. Jeff has been blackmailed, as we mentioned, to not dance in the competition at the risk of his dad's job by Natalie's dad aforementioned rich bitch and Janie has been locked in her room by her dad but they both show up at the dance competition obviously Obvious. and they do their big climactic dance number um which involves a lot of gymnastics because apparently that's sjp's thing and um is it though or the girl who was her body double well i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> Um, you think Sarah Jessica Parker can do all those flips and backflips and things. Yes. Um, the power of cinema has led me to believe that. (laughs) Um, so dads, gosh, dads, dads in 80s movies, what are we going to do with them? They're always putting a kibosh on our hopes and dreams. (laughs) Well, not his dad. His His dad dad was was a little bit like, but trade school, but trade school, but trade school. But then, you know, he's like. Just go dance. Stick it to the man. Go dance. Don't worry about me and my job. If you job. can win, do it. Um, so that's great. Uh, this is the best part of any dance movie, as I mentioned, and I live for it. And it's no different here. And her dad shows up at the dance. And is moved by the power of dance. As one would be. <laughs> um, and like I said, it's a dance finale that features the words dance off. So how am I not supposed to get on board with that? got Ellen written all over it. Yeah, it really does. Um, okay. So I need you to bear with me through this. But this movie is actually 
pretty revolutionary. Um, is it? Mom, I need you to think about it. <laughs> okay, it laid, I'm thinking. It laid the groundwork for dance movie tropes that it is the ancestor to dance movies. What year was this one made? 1985, pre-Dirty Dancing. Okay, but... What about all the, like, breakdancing movies in the 70s and, and those? There were dance movies when okay. I was young. Okay. It's not like your generation just said, hey, let's make a movie. I know where they dance. <laughs> no one's ever thought of that before. <laughs> no, I think that you're wrong. <laughs> Did your movies have, because think about how many of these inc- are included in the modern dance movie. Naive heroine who just loves to dance. Okay, I never signed the break, break dancing movie. Yeah, exactly. They were terrible. <laughs> this and, one was also. And, uh, what's fame? Fame. I did see fame, but I didn't see it till like years later. Um, a bad boy who comes from the wrong side of the tracks and, and every one of stays them on the straight and narrow. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm saying even older movies had those. Like what? That um, are dance movies. Um. I don't know. Yeah. West Side Story. Come there was on. dancing in West Side Story, wasn't there? <laughs> um, when you're a jet. <laughs> disproving parents. Check. Check. Montage. Up the butt. Yes. Check. I, I wish more of it was a montage with less dialogue. How dare you. <laughs> Sassy friend. Check. check. Um, dance rival. Check. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, who's kind of a bitch, because, like, think about Center Stage, uh, all those. Granted, she's also got other stuff going on in Center Stage, but whatever. Grand Finale, check. Preferably with the words dance off, check, check, check. <laughs> um, the only stereotype that this movie doesn't follow is having Shannon Doherty play a nice girl. <laughs> that's against type for her, yeah. as it would come to be. Um, but yeah, so... This movie laid the groundwork for all of the dance movies that followed it. Okay. They all looked to Girls Just Want to Have Fun and said, yes, I want to do what this movie was doing. <laughs> Only better, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, a while ago, they announced that they were going to remake this, and I was on... No yeah-huh. way. Yeah. Well, they could only go up, Ellen. <laughs> and, um, but I haven't heard hide nor hair of it since it was announced. Um which is a damn shame. I think that a Girls Just Want to Have Fun remake is just what 2021 needs. <laughs> Mom, we, we need to be gladdened by the power of dance. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm not super down anymore. I never You're really not. was. But, um, so I'm okay without the power of dance? Whatever. <laughs> I love dance movies. They're the best. Um, okay. Let's talk about the 80s-ness of it all and what does not age so well. Because there's a few things. There is a few things. Um, so first of all, 80s-ness. Like this movie. Oh, there's more? Wait. Are we breaking it down more than that? Yeah. Okay. So there's Dayglow leotards. There is. Beautiful. The choreography is amazing in 80s and oh. glorious. Um, there's choreography at one point that includes patty cake. Yes. yes. That's great. <laughs> Backwards because they were like... Um, Back to front. In the beginning of this movie, like, one of Helen Hunt's first lines in this movie is, Velcro? Velcro. Next to the Walkman and Tab is the coolest invention of the 20th century. How do you get more 80s than that line? Um, I used to drink Tab all the time. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Um, Helen Hunt is a fashion icon in this movie. At one point, she has a stegosaurus as a hair tie. And she wears 
a like a pillbox hat with a cricket on top of it. Yeah, like a big grasshopper on there. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, she wears a coonskin hat. Amazing. Uh-huh. Um, there's she has like Marge Simpson hair at the end of the movie. Uh huh. Amazing. Sure. <laughs> um, okay. And there's also, this is not super, well, it's it's pretty 80s. There's a nun on a pommel horse. There, that was. And talk about your body doubles. Be, or maybe it was really yeah, her, but. You don't know. I've never seen her before. <laughs> so I don't know. But she, are, you, are you super familiar either with Either there was a body double or she's not really a nun would be my guess. Well, duh. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a couple things in this movie that are, like, kind of mildly amusing. Um. Like, when the nun goes to grab her whistle and she grabs her cross instead and goes to blow in it, that was kind of funny. And there's a couple, like, kind of amusing lines that get, like, a genuine, like, <laughs> out of me. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so, lines that are not so funny. <laughs> when the host comes in, Ricky, who is the Miss Dance TV, and she's carried by these jacked, you know, guys, and she's like, let's hear it for steroids. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Uh. So, that's a line that happens in this movie, and there's a part where, um, we also need to talk about, like, why are Jeff and Drew friends? Those two have nothing in common. Yeah, there was no backstory on that at all. That's pretty common in 80s movies, where it's like, where you question... What, what happened between these Why two? Why is the cool guy was, hanging out with Was there a breakfast the... club situation that are, we're not aware of where they became, they bonded over their shared Because usually misery? they'll say something like, oh, but we've been friends since first grade, you know, or something to yeah. let you know that they grew up together, so that's why they're buddies now, yeah. even though they're completely different individuals. Yeah. And um, there was nothing like, like that. Like, I just really questioned what those two had to talk about. Um, uh well, I think he liked his 12-year-old sister, which is a little off-putting. Yeah, it is. Um, so there's a, a part where Drew is trying to flirt with a girl, and he has her play a game called Tune in oh, Tokyo. Gosh. Dang, it was hard to watch. And <laughs> basically goes for an awooga, awooga. On the uh, boobs. On the boobs. Uh, that happened in this movie. And that was completely and inappropriate. And there's also a line where he says, um, you know, it's the... It's the safest thing you're going to have between your legs. Yes. And it's like, okay, interesting. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, he had some cringy lines. Yeah, he did. Bless his heart. Bless I mean, his heart. he was an actor in the 80s. They all had to say some pretty cringy we things. We saw him on Psych, so he's yeah. still, still kicking out there. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side, Shannon Doherty at one point says, do you really think I'm punk? Well, that's outrageous. I mean, it's not as cool as New Wave, but it's a lot better than preteen. That's a great line. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Mom, it is. Um, okay. Now, <clears throat> we usually talk about sex, baby. But as I said, this was pretty cringe, so. It was pretty cringe. We're just, And there's no sex that is had other than that sexual assault that we just talked about. <laughs> yeah, that's um, <clears throat> And then swooniest moment, um, I guess the montage. Probably the montage where they're dancing in the park. And yeah. Then they rolling rolling grass, the making grass. out. Grazing in the grass. That's a guess. <laughs> um, Baby, can you dig it? So <clears throat> that's a thing. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's girls just want to have fun. 
Yeah, it is. Let's hear what some of you have to Sorry, say Sorry, about... I hate to be the naysayer in this, but someone has to keep a level head. I don't know what you're talking about. I have the most level head about this movie that could possibly be said. So I posted to the group and I asked if any if I was alone in having a soft spot for this movie. Aaron says, Ellen, you aren't alone. I love this movie. Has it aged well? No. Do I care? Not in the least. Thank you, Aaron. She says, give me the cheesetastic finale dance number with the unnecessary ta- tumbling passes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> That's and, like, and that, like, they do the tumbling pass, and it's like, oh, we've lost. They just did tumbling. They just did gymnastics. How am I supposed to compete with that? I can't compete with that. Yeah. That's ah, great. Um, Ashley says, I love this movie. Thank you, Ashley. Uh, the music, the fashion. Is that a grasshopper on her head? Yes. Yes, yes it is. It is. <laughs> That's what Ashley said, so credit. Uh, the, unquest- the questionable choreography, it is 80s perfection. This movie is the reason that I sported a perm from 12 to 20, even though that was between the years of 2002 and 2010. Ashley, same boat Um, I, because I grew up watching all these movies with, like, great perms, and so I, I still to this day wish I had, like, big, voluminous, curly hair. Like, there's a little girl in my class who has the most gorgeous, like, big, curly hair, and I'm, like, jealous. I want it so bad. Like, I want, I... Like brave hair. To this day, would kill for Julie Roberts' hair in Pretty Woman. I love that hair. I want it. But um, but unfortunately, you have your dad's hair. I do. Well, I someone's have... got it because your dad doesn't have it any <laughs> longer. <laughs> um, Ashley, continue. So, Ashley, I'm totally with you on the perm. I had my grandma give me a perm I had perms in the garage. too when I, like back in the 70s, back in the day. Yeah. And I have very thick hair. So when I get a perm, it's like, like yeah, it's like bush head, and it's not terribly a good look, but, you know, it worked in the 70s. Yeah. We're going to go with that. Um, I had a, because my, so, like, kids in my family, we all get this these weird, like, when we hit puberty, we get these weird calyx in our hair, um, like, right at the, like, temples, and that's the only place in our hair that gets curly. curly. And so our solution to that was just to perm my whole head. And so when I was 12, I had the perm. Actually, I had a phase like a cup about a year ago where I was like, what if I got a perm? They're better now, right? Like, I don't think, I think they're still exactly the same. Okay. Um, okay. Ashley says, um, I can't even blame my choices on a trend. It was definitely out of fashion when I was trying to rock it. Ashley, girl, same. (laughs) Love it. Um, Sarah says, I haven't had a chance to rewatch it, but this song is stuck in my head. And she included a video link of dancing in heaven. I never thought. That song. It's the song that's at the finale. So. Yeah, I get it. Because it goes on and on and on forever. <clears throat> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> Amy says, holy 80s, Batman. What did I just watch? An amazing movie. Continue. Um, this movie came out the year after I graduated from high school and I had never seen it before. You were really missing out, Amy, and I'm so glad that you got to watch it as a grown-ass woman because it's so much better that way. Is it? (laughs) I'm a grown-ass woman, and it nearly Um, killed me. She says she includes a list of the things that are amazing about this movie. Dancing in football pads? Yes. Uh, Young Jonathan Silverman reminds me of Jerry Lewis. Yes, I can see that. Okay. Um, Let's all hear it for steroids. That's the thing that happens. (laughs) 
we need a where are they now Lee Montgomery edition. I did have to look him up. I'm like, was he ever in anything else ever? And the answer is no. No. Um, I, his IMDb picture is literally from this movie. So, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, she includes decisions are the worst. See, she recognizes that for the great <laughs> line that it is. Um, and then she says, did I see Robert Downey Jr. among the debutante ball party crashers? Yes. Yes, you did. Wow, I didn't even notice that one. Yeah. The other one that's in this as like a dancer. However, you said it was by the guy who did Back to School. Yeah. Because Robert Downey Jr. is in Back to School too. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're friends. Um, Gina Gershon is also one of the dancers in this movie. So there's a lot of people that make, you know, this little. Was, this was their big start. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then she says, "Tune in Tokyo." Gross. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, Melanie says, one of my all-time favorites. My cousin and I had all the dance moves down. Melanie, that's a feat, and you should be really proud of yourself. I still watch at least once a year, have a new understanding of some lines that went over my head as a kid. Safest thing you'll have between your legs. Yep. (laughs) Could quote the whole movie if I had time. That's amazing. Um, (laughs) Jess says, I really love this movie, but it has been ages since I've watched it. Guess that means a rewatch is in order. One thing that has always bothered me, I wish Sarah Jessica Parker's and Helen Hunt's names on the movie poster were switched so they appeared above the correct actress, but I'm sure they're listed in terms of top billing for some other Hollywood reason. That is exactly, because it goes on the, in the picture, it's Helen Hunt, Sarah Jessica Parker in the middle, and then Shannon Doherty, and then the listing is like Sarah Jessica Parker, Helen Hunt. Shannon Doherty and it's like but it is it's billing and that is a whole and now legal Helen thing Academy Award winning actress yeah and Sarah Jessica Parker Sex in the City Mrs. Sarah Sealer I think she's won an Emmy or two I think Maybe. I don't know I don't know don't hold me to that um, and then finally, Aida says, I loved this movie when I was a teenager, even bought the DVD and everything. Can I find it now to rewatch? Nope. But thank goodness for Amazon. I agree it hasn't aged well, but I don't care. It's so fun and carefree that you can help but smile and laugh along. Love that all the dads come around in the end and Janie's dad's fist pump, the beer on Jeff's dad and Natalie's dad telling her to shut up. Yeah. Uh, I'm smiling and happy now. Thanks for the walk down memory lane. <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> Um, so obviously, so this kind of thing is where mom and I do not see eye to eye. This kind of movie and trash reality television shows. Yes. I do not like reality TV. So I can convince mom to get into just about everything, but these kinds of movies and reality TV. Her loss what I, is what I say. And Ellen doesn't like old westerns, so... I don't My like goodness. I don't you like guys, old westerns, but the I do like amount of Wild Wild West that is watched in this house. <laughs> I like watching Wild Wild West, and he is... usually gets his shirt off in every episode. And you know, it's he he is not hard to look at. Yeah, but it's kind of a cringy show. Yeah, it is. I walk out and I'm like, "What the hell are you watching?" <laughs> this happens all the time. Um, so we all have our things, Mom. Okay. Yes, we do. That Wild Wild West is your nostalgia and girls just want to have fun is my nostalgia. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, that's fine. You can watch these, you know, craptastic movies. You can watch your craptastic show. I do. I can. Fine. Do it. <laughs> okay. So those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on girls just want to have fun. We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page or Facebook group. 
group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group, our Goodreads group, our Twitter and Instagram, which are both at Not Your Mom's Rom, or you can email us at Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you'd like to suggest a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. So on July 5th, we're going to take a break week, and we hope that all the U.S. listeners have a great 4th. We are planning on doing that as well. We'll see how it goes. Um, But on July 12th, we'll be discussing The Deal by L. Kennedy. So we hope you will come back and join us for that. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show, and we just love to read them. All right. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome, Ellen. You're welcome for me watching that movie with you, too, because was not it was not painless i think i should always pick a movie that you're not gonna like and that's what we should watch (laughs) that should be fine i i'm here for it yeah i know you are all right bye bye not your mom's romance book club is part of the frolic podcast network you can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts